So you we know. should talk a little bit too about because I've seen this conversation come up lately mm-hmm. about Puerto Ricans and hip hop. Right? Started when I got in the game, and then I would travel, travel and I would go to different like, cities, and yeah. people would look at me like, "What are you doing here?" I'd be like, "What do you mean? What am I doing yeah, here? I, I belong. Have... I belong here. What yeah. are you talking about?" But I then I realized, oh, there's a cultural difference. A vibe magazine would put me in a thing, or you know, even Essence magazine. Which so she's basically saying, "You couldn't do it without foundational Black Americans." Let's be very clear about that. You couldn't do it without us. You needed the descendants of the slaves to come through and save you and bring you into the game. It wouldn't have worked out for you if you didn't have us. Show me love. Latina magazine. It was like I didn't exist. Couldn't <laughs> I couldn't do it. Still I the same have a way. top 10 song. Latinos weren't involved in hip hop directly that, that much in the early days of hip hop. They were One or two. One or two. Uh, my my partner, Disco Wiz, my first DJ partner in hip hop. And this is a pioneer. I believe this is a Grandmaster Kaz speaking about it. He would know. He used to beat up people in the street for telling them why you hanging with the. Why you hanging with Moreno? Well, he was. A- and he would always catch flack from Puerto Ricans for being with me. Um, you know, my family is Jamaican and Latin. Now listen to this nigga. Listen, listen to Buster Rhymes. Now, listen, we gonna get in. This is gonna be some real straightening going on. We gonna set the record straight here tonight. Listen to what this nigga says. You know, and okay, Jamaican and oh, Caribbean okay. people. Okay. You know, with tropical people. You know, people, but even here in the United States, where the, the multiculture, because the U.S. ain't got no culture. What? The U.S. ain't got no culture. Hold on, let me play that again. See, culture, because the U.S. ain't got no culture. They shit is all our shit. A bunch of our shit is what makes the U.S. whatever you want to call it. We still don't know what that culture is for the U.S. The culture is the descendants of the slaves. We are the culture. Let me let me remind Buster Rhymes on who's the culture. Yeah, Buster. That's the culture. This nigga, this is the Jubilites. This is the Jubilites that somebody, they spliced the beat from the rapper's delight. This is, this is the, 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 not the Jubilites, but the Jubilaires. 1937, by the Gospel Golden Jubilee Quartet and the Jubilaires. Come on, come on now. That was in 1940 and 1950. The years after they said they was on from 1935 to the 1950s. They was on the Capitol label, Decca, King. The band was known for the rhythmic rhyming verses, which could be credited as one of the earliest consistent forms of what became rapping. And they was on the R&B charts, reaching number 10 in the year of our Lord, November 14th, 1942. 
And the song, it was, it was hella gangster. It was praise the Lord and pass the ammunition. That was, that was the song. Their other releases was before this time, another year, Ezekiel. God's almighty going to cut you down. Go down, Moses. Come on, man. Quit playing. We are the culture. We are the culture. Descendants of slaves, foundational black Americans. 1526, nigga, we are the culture. Hey, look at these bars here. He ain't got no culture, nigga. Please. To me. God walked down to the brandy sea. He declared that the evil was a sinful man, and then he decided to destroy the land. He spoke to Noah. Noah stopped. He said, Noah, I want you to build me an ark. I want you to build it three cubits long. I want you to build it big and strong. I want it fifty high and fifty wide, so it will stand the wind and tide. Is oh, Noah. Come on now. They wasn't rapping like that in, in Jamaica, nigga. No, 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 no. It wasn't rapping like that in Jamaica, nigga. No disrespect to the Jamaican greats, but y'all wasn't rapping like that. Y'all didn't even really want to support Marcus Garvey. Come on now. Oh, oh. Tina Bell. Bam, bam. Ain't, ain't the U.S. ain't got no culture. Nigga, we are the culture. Tina, Tina Bell. The pioneer of grunge music. This sister made grunge music. Kurt Cobain was her roadie. We are the culture. You talking about Buster? What is you talking about? Come on now. We are the culture. This nigga done lost his mind talking about what is the culture. This is the culture right here. This is the culture right here. Y'all better look up Bam Bam who created grunge. The foundational black American. Them folks where they where their families was on that plantation. Oh, oh yeah, we got more. We got more culture. We got more culture for you. Marvin. Oh yeah, we we the culture. Wasn't nobody singing like this around the world. What you talking about? Come on now. See, n- niggas done lost their minds. People said, "Well, you taking this out of context?" No, I'm not. It's gonna we gonna have to do some serious straightening right here. We going to do some serious straightening. Foundationals, we are the culture. We built this country. We built the music. We built the food. We built the culture. We built everything. Oh, it's going to be some major, major straightening tonight. Come on now. Here, my dear. This was a classic album. This was a, hey, listen, this was a classic album. A lot of people didn't know about Here, my dear. He was, the whole album was about a divorce. What culture? Nigga, please. And then this brought, this brought wrote the Vandross in here. 
Come on now, the most city done. See this. This is what that what that soul. This is what that foundational Black American spirit brought from Marvin Gaye, Luther Vandross, Motown. This brought you this here. This this brought you Rotha Vandross here, the most city done king of the ghetto. Y'all ain't got no most city done down there in Jamaica right now. Let's let's keep it one hundred. Let's keep it one hundred, Buster. You ain't got this down in Jamaica, nigga. No, you don't. I mean, yeah, I heard about the shit. I didn't want to believe it, but it was true. I mean, all the shit I did for you. I mean, you acting just like the nigga we talk about. I can't believe a goddamn thing you be saying just like the nigga we talk about. We ain't got nothing to talk about. You ain't got no king of the ghetto down there right now. I know you know they was going to tell me what happened. Making numbers. Hey. Rotha. No, nah, see y'all. Y'all, y'all ain't got that down there right now. Anything you got from the, it was from the descendants. The blues, nigga. That didn't come from Jamaica. Got blues coming out of Mississippi. Jazz coming out of New Orleans. With it if it's a panty liner, cause the bitch is bleeding. I see a old time. Only smoke good weed, no slow diners. If you want them, I got them. Get the dough. I y'all niggas ain't even my bro. Come on. Kinda. That's why I don't speak when I roll by you. Coming. Y'all don't understand. Are oh, we gonna keep it going? I'll show you some culture. Show me the most most city down in the Caribbean. No disrespect. Oh, there's more. Oh, on the downbeat. The B movie, nigga. Where you think they got that from? Oh, we got culture. We got culture. Look at that. that that's funk. That's funk. That's James Brown on the way. Listen to this. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. See? James Brown. Who created, if we want to be technical, technical about who created hip hop, shit. More, there's, man, look, there's more hip hop. There's, there is no person that they sampled more than James Brown. And James Brown was from Georgia. James Brown was no immigrant. James Brown didn't flee. James Brown came up out that South. James Brown came about that South where you might be walking down the street and see a nigga in the creek. Yeah. That, that, that's the car where we come from. Look at that phone on the downbeat. They got that from James Brown, nigga. You heard it first on the Bagland podcast. That, that B movie, they lying if they said they ain't get it from James Brown. Oh, you got it from James Brown, nigga. You got it from James Brown, guaranteed. He just had blockbuster success. Oh, oh, we got this too. We oh, we got culture. We got culture, nigga. Look at all this culture. Oh, we got culture. 
Man, we got culture. We got culture. Mike Jack. Diana Ross, Motown. Oh, we got culture. Y'all wasn't making hits like this back in, in Jamaica. In the 70s and the 80s. Y'all wasn't making platinum hits around the world like that, nigga. You had to come here. You had to get it from the originators. Watch out. Oh, yeah. Man, listen. Oh yeah, you yeah you done got it from the originators. Don't yeah don't don't disrespect the sensei. Thank you very thank you very much. Thank you very very much. We appreciate it. Oh, we appreciate it. Hey. Oh no no, we're going to keep it going. No, we're going to do some straightening. We're going to do some straightening. Now nah, we going we going to definitely do some straightening here. Cuz y'all y'all ain't understanding it. See, we got culture. Oh, we got we got culture everywhere. We got culture. Hey. <laughs> Shit. God damn it. Hey. Hold on, wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. Let's get some playing around. Let's do Rollcaster Pro. You know, how we gonna solve the crime? That's whose kid is this on the ground? We got to say something if we want to solve this crime. See, they got black folks connected with criminality. Yeah, our ancestors wasn't criminal. You look back, our ancestors was in church. They were singing. They was working, and they was moving. We wasn't no criminals. They got us messed yeah, up. We, yeah, we wasn't no criminals. We was see, we was doing stuff like this. We were, we weren't fleeing. We we weren't fleeing from other countries. We was building it up and and, and, and fighting race soldiers. We was doing this. Is what we was doing. We we, we was making the world rock. We, we was doing this. Hey, <laughs> we was doing this, nigga. You know what I'm saying? We was we was doing this. Hey, well, yeah, we was doing a lot of that. See, that's what we yeah, was doing. I'm telling you, man. You come out here mess with me, somebody might do something to you, man. I'm telling you. Yes, sir. All right, turn the camera away. Yeah, don't get this. Here all the time, man. Gotta rep our city, man. My nigga Simba Lee. Gotta rep when you, you know what I mean? Donald, Donald J. Trump, baby. <laughs> oh, man. I love being me, man. I love being me. I love being free. That's what it means to be American. What, people say, what does it mean to be American? Why do you, so Sim, Simba, you're black. You ain't free like the white. Listen, tell him. In any other country, if you did what I just did, you'd be dead. If you did what I just did, it'd be shots, nigga. If you was in Russia and there was an election going on and I just pulled up on the opposition of the KGB, whoever the fuck the KGB was supporting. Whoever the KGB, whoever KGB and the Russian mafia supporting, and I just go show up on the other side with a camera, smoking weed, talking shit. Yeah. It'd be trouble. In America, you can do that, though. You can do that, though, man. In America, you can support the fuck you want to support, my brother. Vote for who you want to vote for. Go for what you want to do. Yeah, so, nigga, I'm shit. But, yeah, that shit's funny to be when people talk about elections. That's why I say it's just two sides of the same coin. I just like playing the game. 
I like putting my coin in the jukebox and listening to the music, but I understand it's a jukebox. That's the difference between me mm. and what is known as an ignorant voter. Most ignorant voters vote off emotion and they vote, they think their vote's actually going to do something. In the electoral game, right? In the electoral game, I Shout just, out to the Biden butt kissers. You know, my homie, my homie painted a great picture, all right? Shout out to my homie Solomon. During the George Floyd protest down there on Lake Street, he checked some immigrant coon, my homie Solomon, to be on the Bagland podcast sometimes. He checked some immigrant coon. This nigga was up here talking about, oh, you know, America this and America that and all that. And, you know, and and my homie, he's 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 from his his folks is from Eritrea. He's he's non-foundational. But he had to tell that nigga, like, hold on, nigga. He said, you coon ass nigga. He kind of clown the nigga. He said, hold on, nigga, you in America. He said, you couldn't say that back in Somalia or wherever you from. You couldn't say that back then. Back there, they probably have your ass in a motherfucking bear claw mouse trap. You know what I'm saying? You couldn't even say that. You wouldn't even be a, be free to say that. And you come over here. He got on his ass. I seen it on the live. He said, yeah, DP. He said, this is an immigrant coon here. This nigga come over here talking shit about America, about all the old America, this and this better back home and all that. Nigga, you fled. You fled and you came here off of what, of what, this is, see, we built this. You you fled to come to this. Hey, you fled to, Thank you very much. You fled to come to this, nigga. You know what I'm saying? You fled to come to hear this Diana Ross. You know what I'm saying? You 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 fled to see, and this another, and he, like he said, we wasn't criminal. See, he was doing this. This is what we was doing, nigga. Florence B. Price. First black woman to have a whole s- symphony. This is Florence B. Price. Fuck's you talking about? Ain't no culture. Buster Rhymes. Nigga, this plenty of culture. This sister was like the Mozart. Florence B. Price. We yeah, we got culture. Hold on, we got some more Florence B. Price. Symphony, Symphony number no. three in the C minor class, East Coast premiere. Fuck is this nigga talking about? Ain't no culture. Well, the US culture. Ain't no culture in the US. Nigga, we are the culture. We are the culture. You understand? And the person that made that beat was Sheik. You know what I'm saying? Nile Rogers, Bernie Edwards, foundational, genre, disco, funk. You understand? Yeah. This who gave you this beat right here. They didn't flee. They stayed and they fought. See, we see 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 the descendants. We, we didn't flee. Shout out to Ivan Van Sertima. We we been here fifteen twenty six and beyond, nigga. What what are you talking about? Oh, it's gonna be some straightening. Oh, it's gonna it's it's gonna have to be some straightening. I and you know what? I found some and here here's some other things. So when people say, well. You know, the descendants and y'all's no, 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 absolutely not. Absolutely not. See, this is, this is what the descendants did. Thank you very much, Buster. And for those ungrateful immigrant coons, um, thank you very much because this is what we, this is what we've been doing. 
Now I'm going. I'm going to play something that Tariq had said from the black media. To go to Vietnam. Listen to this. And 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 fight people who are not my enemy. No other group would do no shit like that. Right. When that brother did that, you know, that was putting us in iconic status. Dr. King putting his life on the line. Malcolm X going over there to Africa to break bread and say, hey, man, let's unify. We were going over there to, to Africa, the, the Middle East, and the Caribbean, reaching out saying, hey, let's all do this. Fair, fair you shout out to Tariq Nasheed for breaking it down. No, we, we've been around. Hold on. We're going to keep this going a couple minutes. Damn it. Get some straightening going on. This thing together globally as a big black family. We were pushing that line heavy. And when let's go back to Marcus Garvey. Marcus Garvey, when he was pushing Pan-Africanism, the momentum came from here, not the Caribbean. Pan-Africanism failed. Garvey failed several times in the Caribbean. He only popped off because of the foundation of black Americans. Oh, uh, where's your culture at? Well, the U.S. ain't got no culture. Buster Rhymes? Ain't no culture? Let's fast forward again. World War. Oh, hold on. Wait a minute. I, I gotta play that. We'll get we'll get, we'll get the back back to Diana. Hold on. Hold on. Wait a minute. We gotta we gotta play this. Gotta play this. No, no. We gotta play. We got to. We got. What What'd you say? What'd you say? He said, what'd you say? What'd you say? What'd you say, Buster? We ain't got no... Hey! He said, what'd you say? It was black people. What'd you say? No, 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 see? We were like, those are our brothers. We'll go over there and help them. It was foundational black Americans building planes to go over there to teach them how to fly. So we've always been riding for black people in Africa and the Caribbean, fighting to help them get over here. Even going over there to those countries, fighting over there. A lot of the um, the resistance. Yeah, ain't nobody. Listen, ain't nobody come over here to help us. We went everywhere else to help everybody else. Continue movements over in Africa, it was foundational black Americans going over there lighting that fire, igniting the fire. Where's my brother Randy Short? I want him to chop on that. But but my point is, we've always been on that way fighting for brothers and sisters to come over here. Lit mode! Lit mode! <laughs> Bust the rhyme! Lit mode! <laughs> Here and enjoy some of the things that we fought for. And when people come over here and start talking about, yeah, I'm here now, let me make this money and stay away from the Akata, that's disrespectful not only to us, but to our ancestors and our lineage. And we're saying enough is enough. That makes sense? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. My man, I appreciate yeah. it. Let me get Randy Short in here because Randy Short speaks on this too about, because we, we need. Oh, Dr. Randy Short goes in. To do some some lessons here, brother Short. Yes, sir. Talk talk about how foundational Black Americans were the ones who were the progenitors of many movements in Africa um, for freedom fighting, sir. It's not just Africa; it's also in the Pacific. You can look it up. It's called transnational blackness. Mm. Black Americans are responsible for the countries in the Pacific 
the Oceanic nations, in particular the Solomon Islands, they learned they were black from black soldiers. Black soldiers were systematically removed from various countries in Africa, in particular the Congo, Belgian and French colonies, because they did not want black Americans influencing their people to want colonialism to end. The father of the Malawian nationalist movement, Chilimbwe, was educated by blacks in North Carolina. Namde Azikwe, the first president of Nigeria, was educated in the United States. Kwame Nkrumah, the first president of Ghana, educated. And see, look, this is very important, brothers and sisters, here. No, we're getting our house in order, like John Herbert Clark said. We're getting our house in order. It's going to have to be some cleaning and some straightening in the house. You know how you got your little dusty-ass cousin that's always been hating on you? And every time that nigga come down from wherever he come from, New York or Mississippi or wherever, you know, he comes down every summer. And every time he sees you, you know, you love him. It's your cousin. But every time that nigga sees you, he's mad because you got a new bike or you got a new Jordans, a new fresh fit. So he's kind of lightweight hating on you a little bit. You love your cousin. Now, you know that nigga ain't shit. But anybody else on the block, you ain't going to let them bother them. You're not going to let them bother them. Like I had a situation I always talk about when I was at work. Some coon ass nigga was like, oh, you know, you, you black Americans, you, you do not work hard. You know, you, you know, they come over here and you know, you lazy and you had baby mamas and all. I'm like, oh, hold on, hold on, brother. Wait a minute. And I was like the team lead. So I could have got this nigga fired if I wanted to. I could have said, I don't want this nigga on the team. But I said, okay, he's a Lannister. This nigga's a coon like a motherfucker, but he's a Lannister. And Lannister always pays his goddamn debts. All right. And so I kept telling this nigga, pulling him to the side, like, man, all this cooning, bro, ain't going, well, you, you know, you let see, see you gangs and your bloods and crips and your GDs and vice lords. I read the paper. You, that's what you gang bang and you sell crack and you don't take care of your kid. You know, and that nigga was telling me this kind of shit at work, pulling me to the side. Like, oh, you lazy. I'm like, what the fuck? I said, they going to fire this nigga a couple weeks later. Cooning had no retirement plan. He pulled a diamond and silk. They got rid of his ass. His, his damn visa papers or some shit didn't come back. Cooning has no retirement plan. And I was trying to help the brother. The race soldiers at the job was basically on some, they, they was basically trying to talk about him and everything. And I said, okay, he's a coon, but yeah, these little racist white dudes at the job, I wasn't going to let them speak, speak about him a certain way. You know what I'm saying? Because I said, okay, they speaking about me. I mean, shit, we black. He African. I'm a foundational, but we still black. So I wasn't going to let them speak about him, you know, a certain way. And, you know, you know, better luck, Brad and Billy Bob at the job. They didn't like that. But, you know, I was a team lead there. It was a little hard for them to subvert me. So, you know, like I was telling them, I said, hey, look. I was covering for the brother. The brother was doing all kinds of shit. He wasn't supposed to be doing, Oh, you know, you lazy and all. And he was talking shit about me sometimes. And I said, okay, this brother's brainwashed. But you know, like I said, sometimes you got to straighten out your cousins. In the United States, uh, uh, Patrice Lumumba was educated by black missionaries from Alabama. Mm. And I can go on and on the Bambatha rebellion and Zululand was linked to the presence of African-American missionaries in South Africa. 
The first rebellion against the Portuguese was linked to African-American missionaries in Mozambique and in Angola. And we can go on and on. The first people to reach out to Togo to try to redevelop Togo and Dahomey, Booker T. Washington, in the early 1900s, the first person to declare human crimes against humanity, a historian George Washington Williams, who was assassinated, exposing genocide in the Congo. Subsequently, the Congo genocide was exposed further by the gentleman, the subject of my book, and slavery's mastery, William Henry Shepard. Black Americans introduced the whole concept of human rights and crimes against humanity when we couldn't even walk around to protect ourselves from lynching. Let me go further to say to you that we can bring this up into the 80s and 90s when they were putting the Haitians in concentration camps and linking whole people from the Caribbean as risk of AIDS. Black Americans fought the government to let these Haitians come in who don't know who we are. That's right. Black Americans were opposed to the United States occupying the whole island of Hispaniola, where Haiti and the Dominican Republic is, because they wanted to force us to be there. Uh, Black Americans didn't just do that. Black Americans fought for Filipino independence. Yep, yep. Uh, You named the place, brother, and we were doing it. What'd you say, Buster? We ain't got no culture. Ain't no, ain't no flip mode. Ain't no culture buster. Huh? Fuck is you talking about nigga? We got culture nigga. As soon and as fast as we can, we can talk about the Irish nationalists in Ireland were linked to the abolitionist movement influenced by black American slave revolts. It goes on and on. We give and everybody else gets. And it's time for us to get ours. It's time for us to get our, damn it. And look, look at this on workingimmigrants.com. Frederick Frederick Douglass argues for the Chinese immigrant and composite nationality in a speech Boston in 1869 in Boston. Douglass argued that Chinese should be allowed to immigrate and become citizens. He presented his vision of composite nationality under conditions of perfect human equality. The Chinese Exclusion Act in 1882 prohibited Chinese labor migration to the United States and barred Chinese residents from obtaining U.S. citizenship. The law was repealed in 1943, and this was his remarks. I want a home here not only for the Negro, the mulatto, and Latin races, but I want the Asiatic to find a home in the United States and feel at home here both for his sakes and for ours. Right wrongs no man. If respect is had to majorities, the fact that only one fifth of the population of the globe is white, the other four fifths are colored ought to have some weight and influence in disposing of this and similar questions. It will be a sad reflection upon the laws of nature and upon the idea of justice to say nothing of a common creator. It, if four fifths of mankind were deprived of the rights of migration to make room for one fifth, The voice of civilization speaks an unmistakable language against the isolation of families, nations, and races, and pleads for composite nationality as essential to our triumphs. Moment of silence. We have been stepping up. We've been the steppers. You know they call it the niggas be stepping. What'd you say?
Thank you very much. Thank, thank you very much. I hope y'all appreciate that. Un or getting, as Dr. Claude Anderson says, getting these unearned ass benefits. Unearned. You see what I'm saying? We've been breaking our backs for everybody else. We've been breaking our backs for everybody else. And, it, you know, we ain't got no, we ain't got no culture. Come on now. Oh, oh, there's some culture going on. That sounds like culture to me, don't it? That sounds like some culture. That sounds like some culture to me. Oh, it sounds like some culture. And see, we got to deal with stuff like this. That's why we need our damn reparations. We need our fucking reparations. This is the kind of stuff the sisters deal with when we go to, when sisters go to the doctor, what were you thinking about? they deal with this. Listen to this. What were you thinking about when you got pregnant that you were not going to work? I'm just curious. Cause like I've had three kids. I worked up until the second day was born. But am I you? Are you me? Do you know how I feel? Do you know yeah, how that's I feel? I'm asking. I'm interested to know what you think. I want to know your mindset. Now she said, I want to know your mindset. So now the sister's explaining what her mindset is. Okay. This is, this is trick language. This is race soldier, Becky language. Now think about this nurse practitioner. This is in Philly. Now this is a sister that's trying to tell this woman, look, man, my doctor got this paperwork and you need to honor it. The doctor is above the nurse practitioner. Nurse practitioners are pretty high in the rank, but they're not above the doctor. All right. And she wants to argue with this sister. And rather than just going ahead and signing the damn paperwork, she wants to argue with the sister. There was a sister uh, by the name of, was it Harriet Washington that wrote medical apartheid? Y'all got to go get that book, man. Y'all better go get the, get that book because see now white folks, y'all thinking like, well, they just doing this to niggas. No, they'll do that to you in a minute too. It's going to get to that point where they're going to do that shit to you too. So don't, don't think for one damn moment that just because you white or you non-black that you're going to get a pass. No, this is a person that should not practice medical. That's harassing this system. So when you got pregnant, what were you thinking about? I was, I was thinking about him. When you got pregnant, what were you thinking about? None of your damn business. See your job, bitch is to, and I said it, your job. Karen is to sign this paperwork. Her insurance, her insurance is being taken care of either through her job or wherever the case may be. It looks like she has sweats on. It looks like she's in the medical field. So she said, well, what were you thinking about when you got pregnant? That's not for you to determine. You supposed to sign that damn paperwork. If the doctor says she's supposed to be on maternity leave and see this, this is, this is a, a, a this is a thing that's been going on amongst the black population, dare I say community that's been going on amongst the black population where sisters go in and they're pregnant and they don't come back out or something happens to the baby or some, you know, imagine this, this kind of woman delivering your baby. Having a kid. I, I'm confused. On what we need our damn reparations. Cut that damn check, Joe. Cut that damn check. Crack pipe Biden. Cut it. Where you're, where you're going it. I'm confused too, because you came in here and I did an assessment and I gave you my best medical advice. Uh-huh. And okay. you didn't like that. But I said that I just wanted to know 
so I could take it easy these right. these next two months. And I'm I seven months pregnant and I'm in pain. It's not fraud. If it was if it was fraud, the doctor wouldn't be getting me my note right now. Really? Yes. What I read on your chart isn't true. Okay. So I What's know on my chart that's not true. So she wants so what she's doing is she's using and I bet you this is a damn liberal. I guarantee you she is. They're in Philly. When these little liberal Karens, those be the bird. You know what? I said this before. I'm going to say it again. Surprisingly. And, and you know, like Simba says, the left or the right wing, it's the same coin. Left wing race soldiers, right wing race soldiers. The left or right wing erases a white supremacy. Well, here, here's my experience in the IT field. This is very strange. And I was just talking to my homie about it. I was talking to Titan about it the other day. Surprisingly, the people that work with me when I was working in the IT field, the folks that helped me and went out of their way to help me, I don't know why, but most of these, the people that helped me, they turned out to be a lot of these little Trump supporting right wing AR 15 hang a nigga from a tree, Confederate flag, flag, you know, wearing white dudes. I don't know why, but though for some reason, those were the ones that looked out. Now, when I get into these little liberal lettuce, bacon and tomato, 5,000 environments and no oh, George Floyd and you know, black lives matter and no, oh, you know, um, yeah, you know what, what happened to Floyd and, Oh, you black people and yeah, all, all of them little liberal, the little, the liberal limousine, man, they, they did a little grimy shit. It worked to me. Oh, you know, don't train them. And you know, and they, they put the buffer class, they put a buffer class against the nigga. I bet she's a, I bet she's coming out of the liberal limousine. I guarantee you. I read on your chart what isn't true. Cause I'm the person who saw you and did the exam. Okay. So it's okay. You but do you, so, but how do you know how I feel? How do you know how my body feels inside? Because I stuck my hand in there and checked your Okay, service. you checked my service. She said, well, wait, wait a minute. She said, how do you know how my body feels inside? She's talking about the biological wiring. I don't feel well. I feel sick, whatever the case may be. You know, like, you know your body, so you might feel a certain way. It's hard to explain how you feel sometimes. But how you know how my bones, how you know how my, my, my body feels, my legs, my back? How do you know how that feels? How you know how my nausea feels? How you know how my cramps feel? By touch and you're okay. All right, so this this is this is the nurse. Oh, to, to, see, to that, that's what that's what really got her right there. When she hit her with the hold on, let's go back. When she started hitting her, she stayed in the question mode. As Neely Fuller taught us, you stay in the question mode. How do you she hit her with a whole bunch of questions? And that right there is what got her. She didn't really want to respond. You know, look listen to this. How you know how my cramps feel? By such and you're okay. All right, so this this is this is the nurse practitioner, and look how she's hitting me. Look how she look at it. Oh, she is a right to record. You can't touch that sister. You can't touch her. Feels my legs, my back. How do you know how that feels? How you know how my nausea feels? How you know how my cramps feel? By such and you're okay. All right, so this this is this is the nurse practitioner, and look how she's hitting me. Look how she look at it. Check her out. Check it out. Call the police, and and they're going to see how you just how you just what you just did. Yeah, because you're 
Call the police. She already called the police on me once because I called her a weirdo. Yes, look at y'all. <laughs> this lady is fucking crazy. Call the cops again. Call them. Call them I got you on video hitting me with that thing in your hand. This is the Philly Pregnancy Center, guys. Yeah, okay. She, 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 said, want... she said this? Yes, look at y'all. <laughs> yeah, then she trying to play it off. And they're going to see how look, you Look, she hit her with the nervous look... laugh. Look, she hit her with the misery laugh, my nigga. She hit her with the misery laugh. She hit her with the Norman, the the, the, uh, the Kathy Bates. She hit her with the Kathy Bates misery, little nervous, little Karen liberal limousine laugh. Practitioner, and look how she's hitting me. Look how she look at it. Check her out. I'm Check it out. Call the police, and and they're going to see how you just how you just what you just did. Yeah, call the police. She already called the police on me once because I, I called her a weirdo. Yes, look at y'all. <laughs> This lady is fucking crazy. Call the cops again. Call them. Call them. I got you on video hitting me with that thing in your hand. This is the Philly Pregnancy Center, guys. She didn't want to give me a... Man, I'm telling you, man. These race soldiers in the medical field. These race... Listen. These race soldiers in the medical field. It's 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 crazy. It is crazy, man. You know, but you know what? Let me jump into something real quick. Hold on, let me find my audio. I love this damn roadcast. I damn it, I can't wait till I get on the fucking North Star podcast. They probably gonna ban niggas. We gonna go nuts. The fucking roadcaster pro nigga with the road mic. <laughs> the road, the roadcaster pro nigga with the with the road mic. Hold on, oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. Where's my? Let me go into my little. Now this is look. This is the, the 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 drill team, drill rapper speaking against serial hood hitters. Now the difference is this: y'all say Chicago niggas, listen. Chicago, oh, hold on, shout out, <laughs> shout out to the drill team. Yeah, roadcaster pro nigga. Chicago niggas kill niggas they in tour with. We don't uh niggas. You never heard of nobody come to Chicago and get robbed and get killed. Niggas might get robbed. You know niggas taking niggas down, rob them, and take their shit, but live on with their life because they ain't did nothing to nobody. Niggas that's getting killed in Chicago, if it ain't no accidental murder, it was a nigga that had something to do with something. You in tour with a nigga, your people in tour with a nigga, nigga slide, hit that block, you got hit, somebody got hit that had something to do with something. That's the difference. You niggas, what you niggas is doing, I'ma keep it gangster. That ain't no gangster shit. You niggas is robbing rappers, bro. Y'all robbing rappers and killing them. Pop smoke. PNB rock, all this shit, y'all, y'all robbing them and taking their life for what? Is it really that important? Come on now, man. You niggas is that 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 mean nigga just want to catch a body, bro. That shit lame. I don't give a fuck how nobody take it, nigga. And if you from LA and you niggas agree with, oh yeah, rob them and then kill them. Only way you gotta rob a nigga kill cause your goofy ass don't want to show your face like a clown. You niggas need to teach, nigga. Huh? That's what's called structure, nigga. Show a nigga something, man. Huh? Literature, nigga, show a nigga something, man. Teaching. You hear me? Game a game a motherfucker before you do some dumb ass shit. But we know what's going on. Niggas are trying to make an example of this shit, man. Like I said, I really feel this some y'all still doing this shit to East Coast niggas, man. Niggas been playing with that nigga, man. Y'all know that nigga. Come on, man. Y'all playing with that nigga, man. Y'all don't want that nigga. Why that nigga with his girl and all that shit, man. That shit lame as fuck, man. Oh God, that shit really lame as fuck. Like. I don't respect it, nigga. Y'all could've win that motherfucker. He ain't had no gun or nothing. Y'all could've beat him up, took his shit, and let that man live, man. That shit, that nigga, your life ain't worth that shit. I'm quite sure he gave it up. 
Nigga just want to shoot a nigga like this some old back in the day. Uh, 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 get put on a Mexican gang or something. Shoot the nigga in his back just because you want to do something. You niggas is lame. That shit is lame. I don't give a fuck how nobody take it. That shit is lame. You niggas is killing niggas for no reason. I bet ain't none of y'all gonna go pull up on no police officer. Y'all ain't gonna go pull up on no white man and shoot him. Y'all <coughs> motherfuckers going rob these white folks. Y'all robbing these white folks on, on Hollywood Boulevard. Y'all ain't take their life though. But y'all killing y'all own people. Nigga, that's some bitch ass shit. Everybody that's still doing black on black crime and killing they people gang for no reason. All this shit, lame, nigga. Chicago, LA, down south, all you niggas that's still doing black on black crime, bro, you niggas is goofy, nigga. I don't give a fuck, nigga. Now when you see me, nigga, I don't give a shit. Cause one thing for sure is I'ma protect myself. And I ain't no idiot. You ain't gonna catch me sitting. Hey, calling out the serial hood hitters. Call them out the serial hood hitters. He calling out the dusty ass niggas on a domestic abuse. A bunch of dusty ass niggas in Ramsey County and Hennepin County on some domestic abuse. Go check the files. Look, look, look at the murders, nigga. Look at the look at the domestic abuse. These dusty ass niggas get replaced. You know, holes get chose. You understand? You know, they get the, you know the women get chose. You know, they choose up on somebody else. You know, and the dusties they can't stand it, so they kill them and they kill the kids. Ramsey County, Hennepin County. That's what they're doing. Especially out there in Ramsey County. These are facts. That ain't me talking. See, I remember, and it wasn't that long ago. It was kind of crazy, like in the 90s. Like, I remember the gyro shop in the West Bank. Like, I like to touch on how we grew up. Like, you could you could get your Dr. Scruffleupagus still on. So I remember a time when, you know, I, see, I was born in the, in, in the pre-phone catch-a-fade era at the Curry Center where you could go to the Curry Center and you could schedule an ass-whooping. You could schedule a fade right at the Curry Center. You could play basketball, you know what I'm saying? You could push all the all, all, all the all the non-dribbling, hacking, Somalian niggas off the court. Well, they start, them niggas start coming deep. <laughs> them niggas start coming like two, three hundred. This shit was like Hotel Rwanda in this bitch. Them niggas started, you, you couldn't push them off no bow. But I remember you, there was a point where you could meet a nigga. Because see, back in the day, you couldn't, you couldn't talk shit and then hide. You still had to get on the bus. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. You still, you still had to get on the bus. You still had to get on the bus and show your face to South High. You had to go to PV Park, or you had to go to the West Bank, or you had to, you know, if you lived in the area, you had to, you had to go over there. I mean, you, you might get caught in Devonies, a little basketball, a little ducked off basketball court by Riverside by the hospital. I mean, you, you, you couldn't talk shit and just escape. You know, you, you didn't want the label of just being a whole ass nigga. That, that like. Telephone, telegraph, tell a nigga. You didn't really want to have that label back in the day. Now, niggas can just drop a location, not show up, or drop a location and get smoked. Dead ops to dev ops. I'm, I'm serious about these algorithms. Dev ops to dev, dead ops to dev ops. You, you couldn't really turn down a fade at school and then come back and then just... No, you, you couldn't do that. You had to be outside. We didn't we didn't really have anything where you had to document it. You you heard a telephone, telethon, or telephone, telegraph, tell a nigga. That that was that was our experience. Telephone, telegraph, tell a nigga. You know, that's what you had. Somebody word of mouth. I got into it with one of my real close friends one time. 
it was all some he say, she say, or whatever like that. But niggas met up by Devonnie's and got down. And then we drove to another location and got down again. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I didn't, I didn't want to talk to this nigga for a week. I was mad because I, I felt like I took an L, but I stood strong. I stood strong. And guess what? Somebody must have been on the telephone or telegraph or tell a nigga. Because when I got back to South High, the whole school knew. And I was wondering, how the fuck does everyone know? Because I didn't really tell anybody. I kind of kept it within the circle and stuff like that. The homies seen the shit. But the thing is, is you had two mutual friends that had a disagreement that caught a fade in the hood and it communicated to elsewhere. So when I got to school, I realized, I said, well, damn, I'm getting a lot of clout and a lot of respect. DP's getting a lot of respect around this motherfucker right here. I really didn't understand what was going on. The hoes was choosing and. You know what I'm saying? So, and then I didn't really have a lot of issues. Now this happened outside of school, but you got to think my homie was a thorough nigga. He was known for putting hands and feet and they didn't know that I knew how to get them up with hands and feet. So when you go to school now, not only are you getting chose, it was almost like I had a new fresh pair of Jordans on. It's like I had the bulls jacket starter jacket on nigga. You see what I'm saying? From standing your ground and being a fucking man. You see what I'm saying? Dr. Scruffalophagus. You get your scuffles. So when they caught that brother that was eating his food and if his broad dropped a location, I thought it was very strange. I seen some footage I didn't want to see, but it looked like somebody was taking a picture of the brother on the ground. I'm like, damn, his, his bra is supposed to have blood all over and all that. I don't know. It kind of sounds like it was a setup. I don't know. But see, that's why I say the internet is not a good representative of the black community. Dare I say the black community. And why it represents the population. Let's go into that. Why the internet is a, is not a good representative of the black community and why it represents the population. I'm going to break that down. All right. The internet. It represents a small percentage of black people. Now, why do I say that? Why does why does Bagland podcast say that? Because the internet will show some old. I'm just gonna say it, some old Nicki Minaj or some old. Let, let, let me think of some cooning shit. Let me okay some old no no vote in no fucking no 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 some bullshit like that. They'll 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 represent that as the entire population. We don't really have a community. We used to during Tulsa and all that kind of stuff, but it represents the whole population. When they push it with those algorithms, see when I say dev ops to dead ops, I'm not playing. They use algorithms. They use technology. They push all the goofy Popeye chicken, Negro spiritual shit. They push all that. And then when you get some real shit where somebody's actually calling out cooning or saying, Hey, look, this serial hood hitter, this nigga, this dusty ass nigga, he done killed some black, black man to own a small business. We need to ban that nigga out of hood. We need a Nuremberg. We need a fucking Nuremberg trial. See when the Jewish folks, what they did is they rounded up all their coons. They wrote, they rounded up all the sellouts. They rounded up all the bedwinches and the bedbucks and the coons as equivalent to, you know, 
they rounded up all of them. They rounded up all the Nazis and they held trial. Like, okay, you're a coon. You sold us out. All right, nigga, you go to the gallows. String that nigga up right there. They got rid of the coons. They got rid of the bedwinches and they got rid of the bedbugs. We didn't do that when we left the plantation. When we left the plantation, we took the bedwinches, we took the bedbucks, we took the sambos, we took all the singing-ass preachers, we took all the Creflo Dollar, Sharpton, Jesse, Messy, Jesse Jackson-ass niggas, the Roland Martins, we took all them niggas and said, well, you know, we was all slaves, so let's just bring everybody. Everybody got to get a piece of the pie. Everybody get Let me play something. I want to I want to play some audio real quick. This is this is this is this is what this is what we brought. Hold on. This 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 is what we brought. We we brought we brought this. This is what we brought. We brought this mentality. This is, this is what we brought off the plantation. Surviving. See, scratching and surviving. We, we, we brought that. Now, this is what we should have brought. This is this is what we should have brought. We should have brought this. We should have brought this. We should have brought this off the plantation. See, this is what we should have brought off the plantation. We should have brought that off the plantation. See, we, we, we should have brought this too. We should have brought this off the, uh, off the plantation. We should have brought this off the plantation. Hold on, wait a minute. Trying to find something. This is this what we should have brought off the plantation. From the deep south to Oklahoma, really with the artist's first business. Now, hold on, I'm trying to find some. See, they got a Tulsa where niggas living fucked up, but I want to find a Tulsa where niggas will live good. Well, nah, they got it, it, the mainstream megalomaniacal, masochistic mainstream media that they got too much BS going on, so I'm not going to play that part. But no, nah, we, we should have brought that off the boat. We should have brought that off the plantation, but instead we brought something else because we're good people. It's our, it's our nature and heart. Well, power and numbers, and everybody could do. No, everybody can't do something. You got to leave the sambos and the tap dancing, step it, fetch it ass niggas. You got to leave them where they at. Let them till the fields and yes, master, please lead them right there. Don't bring them along. And that was our problem. We left all the yes, master, please. And then what happened is we ushered in the cocaine, Cadillacs and white women, Negroes. Well, you know, give me some cocaine in the Cadillac and just give me a white woman. Civil rights. 
We gave civil rights to everybody else. White women, minorities. We gave, we gave everybody. We gave everybody something. See, that, that was the problem. That was the major problem. That, that, that's why we're at where we at. I mean, I'm not going to blame all the young niggas that was selling crack in the 80s. But see, that's why the internet is not a good representative of the black community and why it represents the population. See, the community is niggas like us, all right? We call out the serial hood hitters and we demand standards. We demand a code of conduct. See, that's community. If I ever dare say that we have one, that's community. We represent a code of conduct. Hey, that dusty dude right there, man, he's been walking around the block. You know, I see he's scoping the homies establishment, small business. See, the, the, the West Bank should have actually been a Tulsa. That's one thing I could, I could, I could really give, you know, a lot of my, I got a lot of my game from people that ain't from Minneapolis, that ain't ever, that ain't really grew up in the soil of that neighborhood, wouldn't understand what I'm talking about. Everybody that grew up with us, they understand it. I was being wired and programmed to be a small businessman. Now, most of the people that own businesses, they were immigrants. It was it, at that, at that point, I mean, it was Somali, but it was, it was some, it was some East, it was some, uh, Eritreans. It was, it was some Eritreans that owned a lot of stuff on the block. All right. So, and then the guy wrote, dude, like there were small businesses and then the U of M was right over there. So we had some kind of forefront even though nobody was sitting us down and showing us the game, we kind of seen it. The guy wrote shop over here. You know what I'm saying? Um, Kinko's was a small business on Washington. Um, you had Kilimanjaro cafe. I think that might've been a little later, but I mean, you had small, you had small black owned businesses. We seen black people that had carpet stores. They had coffee shops. You see what I'm saying? I didn't really mess with the bars too much or whatever, but that was kind of ingrained the independent nook and cranny distribution system. The JT bigger figure to show Eve Bodie rapid Fote, the bay, that Bay area independent, get it out the mud grind. You know what I'm saying? Like we kind of watched that happen just in, just in the West bank, small businesses, you know? So we was kind of surrounded by a lot of that kind of shit. So our experience might've been a little different than other people coming out of Minneapolis. So that, that kind of stuck with us. Even if we kind of, you know, kind of wavered around the way and, you know, kind of fell down and had to, had to bite tooth and claw and scratch our way back to where we need to be. We, we grew up around small business owning entrepreneurs. And that's something that I always bring up amongst my homies. I bring that up and I tell them, I say, you know, we grew up around a microcosm of small black owned business entrepreneurs. I, me personally, I don't really recall a whole bunch of foundational black Americans owning it, but it was brothers from the diaspora that we seen that when we walked in their establishment, we seen what they had. You understand? So I, I've never been in favor of the serial hood hit. I've never been in favor of the shitty cuz nigga. I've never been in favor of the dusty, the dusty ass, Death Valley, 
desert, the Death Valley desert dusty nigga that walks up and down the block, hates talking about, well, I don't want this other young black man to succeed. I've never really been for that. I, I haven't. So that's why I say the internet is not a good representative of the black community, but it represents the population. You'll have, for example, this no voting, no fucking. They got this saucy, sassy ass nigga with Trina, which I'm starting to put her on the coon train in a minute here. The demonic do nothing Democrats, which I suspect what they've done is they said, well, if you don't vote, you don't get no sex. So now what you're doing is you're speaking into the subconscious of the dusty broke ass nigga that ain't got nothing going on because a black man that has something going on, he's not even going to pay attention to that. Okay. You say no voting, no sex. No, I'm a man of standards and I'm a man of power and I'm a man that got a couple dollars and I know how to make some money and women that ain't dusty attract to that and any woman will attract to that. So when you tell me I don't vote and I ain't getting no sex, it's, it's funny to me. But you've lowered us to an animalistic syndrome. You, you basically said, well, black people need sex to vote. So that's the black brute complex. That's like the pioneer fund. You're getting into eugenics. That's almost like, that's that Margaret Sanger, but it's like that reverse Margaret Sanger bullshit. It's like, no, nah, hold on. Who wrote this? And then you see who wrote it and put it together. And it's some demonic do nothing liberals out of the liberal limousine. And then I can't really respect Trina for getting behind that shit. And the saucy ass nigga, the saucy ass nigga with her, he's already done. He's not going to stand up against race soldiers. So you ain't got to worry about him, but you get him and then you get Trina to get up there and co-sign this shit. It's like you could sell your soul a different way. If you're going to go that route, but you selling us completely out. Like you're, you're lowering us to the point of animalistic black root complex. See, Ida B. Wells fought against that, the black root complex. And that's disrespectful for my vote. So guess what? I say black folks will let the Democrat party crumble. Now I see something else where they were like, well, the Republicans too, but guess what? That's cool because some of them don't want to give niggas reparations. Some of them niggas don't want to, they, they don't want to give niggas reparations either. Let me see if I can find that. Hold on. Hold on. But see, we don't get stuff like this. Hold on. We going to shout, we going to shout out OG Bo deal. See, we need, we need, we need stuff like this and they don't really want to promote this on the internet. It only got 2,900 views. I'm going to promote it. One of my brothers who I went down on my conspiracy with solid brother sent me an article of the feds doing a sweep and they had a few niggas being confidential informants. Told him I ain't shocked. He said, you ain't mad. I told him I ain't mad at all. I don't give a fuck who telling on who. What made me realize and lose love for the game is when I saw niggas embracing certain snitches. They anti-snitch, but they got cousins, brothers, uncles, daddies, close friends that they turn a blind eye to. How you going to win? It's 2022, man. It's going to be 2023. If you still playing the game by the rules that we once played by, you're going to lose. You got your back against the wall. You behind the eight ball. You know what I'm saying? And you either going to tell on somebody or somebody going to tell on you. It ain't no winning. It wasn't no winning when we was doing it, but it's even worse now. You know what I'm saying? That part of my life, I don't give a fuck who tell it. it ain't my business. 
This the new gangster to me. Take care of them kids, raise them babies. Worry about the people who care. Grill you some chicken. <laughs> this is what I love doing. I'm out the way, and I ain't got to play by the rules that y'all play. See? Yeah, see, they, dev ops to de dead ops to dev ops. I'm not bullshitting when I tell y'all that. They're using algorithms. They're using algorithms. I, I, I'm telling you, they, they're using algorithms and they promote that. See, like I said, not too long ago, and man, this was like 94, 95, 96, the 94 crime bill. Shout out to Jim Crow Joe. I remember you could go to the Brian Coyle Center and see what happened to music like this. Nigga, we used to have music like this. You know what I'm saying? Shit was... You just didn't have serial, serial hood hitters. Niggas wasn't dropping locations. You had to... You had to, you had to drop a fact. You had to show up wherever you was at. Man, listen. I'm telling you, this, look, this came out in 1998. I graduated high school in 2001. See, we, we got more money than we think we got. Man, quick, let me say something, man. Hold on. Damn it. DJ Quick is one of the most prolific artists. And I consider a producer an artist. That's art. He's one of the most prolific, 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 fuck, how you say it? <laughs> he, he's, he's the, he's the Ivan, grind, grind, you know, he's the, he was ahead of his time. Arguably up there with Dre. A lot of people don't really want to say that, but man, listen, right. Quick was there. Culture. Buster talking about ain't no culture. Nigga, please. Nigga, man, hold on. Damn it. Ain't no culture, nigga. What the fuck is you talking about? Yeah, come on, man. We, we got culture. Come on, man. Sugar free? We ain't got no culture, nigga. Pimp game, the steak and shrimp game, Cadillac Vols, nigga. What you talking about? Nigga out his damn mind. Ain't no culture. Talking about ain't no culture, nigga. Out your damn mind. Talking about ain't no culture. Good evening and thanks for joining us on this Sunday. Uh -oh. Today, Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky warned there will be repercussions after Russia's deadly missile attack on civilians. Overnight, at least a dozen people were killed and several apartment buildings destroyed in the southeastern city of Zaporizhia. Zelensky's comments come on the same day Russian President Vladimir Putin called a truck bomb attack on the one oh, bridge shit. linking Russia to Crimea Holy a shit. terrorist act. CBS's That's Charlie a whole Dabita damn freeway down there. The latest. Civilians in Zaporizhia once again found themselves the target of Russian damn. military firepower overnight. Missiles rained down on residential neighborhoods as families slept, obliterating homes and causing an apartment block to collapse, spreading terror, death, and destruction. When the attack came, 10-year-old you, you know Pavlenko's what? I, I'm not going to minimize that. When I seen this, this dad was looking crazy. Cut the check. We need our reparations. 
Well, no, 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 no. We need our reparations. No, 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 no. We need our reparations, man. Look at this dude. We need Some people say, well, they're soft on crime. No, they're not soft on crime. They're pro-crime. They want crime. They want crime because they want to take over what you got. They want to control what you have. Who wants to take over? We don't want to take over. We need a per, per Adams on this 1866 Indian treaties and Dawes Act. We need our bread. We don't want to take over. Give me my bread. They said, some people say, well, they're soft on crime. No, they're not soft on crime. They're pro-crime. They want crime. They want crime because they want to take over what you got. They want to control what you have. They want reparation because they think the people that do the crime are owed that. Bullshit. They are not. Uh, you got the Marshall Plan. I need my reparations. Give me my reparations. Give me my reparations. Hold that. They some people say, well, they're soft on crime. No, they're not soft on. No, I want my reparations. I want my, I want the same money you giving the Ukrainians. I want the same money you giving the Ukraine. That's what I want. We ain't got no culture, nigga. The fuck you mean, Buster? Look at this, look at this culture. Look at it. Look at this culture. Florence B. Price, concerto in one movement, symphony and uh, what minor? One. What minor is that? I don't know. We got culture. Y'all crazy, man. You tell us that we ain't got culture? How dare you? I used to be walking down the Midwest Mountaineering, man, to get a gyro, to get extra tzatziki sauce, man, with with the extra jalapeno. That culture. That's culture. 1999, Extinction Level of It came out to buy your album, Buster Rhymes. Stillmatic, trudging through the snow, you know, because I wanted the bonus track. Circuit City was the only one that sold the Stillmatic with the bonus track. I don't know how the hell I got on it. I had to cross the freeway to get to that. Talking about, cause ain't no culture. Nigga, there's culture. We got culture, man. Florence B. Price, we got culture. The hell is you talking about? We got culture. Hold on, play some Art Tatum on you niggas. Play some Art Tatum on you Negroes. We got culture. Look at it, we got culture. We ain't got no culture, Buster. Nigga, we got culture. We got plenty of culture. Art Tatum, Miles Davis, and Charlie Parker. We got culture, nigga. What is this nigga talking about? See, y'all, you, you ain't got no Miles Davis in Jamaica, Buster. West Montgomery, we got culture. We, we got culture. What is it? That's what I'm saying. We have caught descendants of slaves. We are the culture. We are the culture. Come on, man. You, you ain't got no nigga. You ain't got no Bobby Womack in Jamaica, nigga. Wait until tonight, nigga. <laughs> the fuck did you talk about? 
Nigga, you ain't got no, you ain't got no Bobby Wong back in Jamaica, nigga. Come on, man. You ain't got no. Yeah, come on, man. Got Bob Marley. You had you you had. Hold on, man. You had you had you had uh 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 you 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 had you had you had uh um what's his name? You you had um damn it, man. Fuck. <laughs> oh, you ain't got it. Man. Look, hold on. You ain't had. Teddy Pitty, you ain't got no Teddy Pitty grass down there. Y'all had Marcus Garvey down there. Y'all ain't want to put him on. Hold on. This is what y'all got going on right here. This is what y'all got. Hold on. Wait a minute. <laughs> Wait a minute, David. All right. This, 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 is, this is what's going on. Hold on, let's see if I could. The queen to mate. Oh, what would call it? No, a people person. There's been a people calling somewhere along the line. This. Um, Hold on, wait a minute. Let me, let me, let me find something. This, this is what I'm seeing. And I ain't talking about every brother from Jamaica. No, I ain't talking about, but. No, where's them crying ass Negroes down there in Jamaica? They was crying over the Queen. Hold on, Jamaica mourns Queen. Okay, hold on. Nah, see, we we ain't mourn. We weren't mourning the Queen over here. Wait a minute. Let me see. This week in Jamaica now, Jamaica observing twelve days of mourning for head of state oh, Queen man. Elizabeth. Tragedy. Three brothers. People's National Party. Commander for the St. Catherine South Police Division. Hold on. Let me see if I can find this. Let me see if I can find. Hold on. As a tribute to the former monarch. I guess speaks volumes to how the royal family is treated in, in the UK. But really, I don't really care about the Queen Day. <laughs> yeah, he said he don't care. Hold on. No, this this, brother, this Jamaica brother right here was on code. Hold on. A very long time, which I guess speaks volumes to how the royal family is treated in, in the UK. But really, I don't really care about the Queen there. <laughs> Bad, terrible things. Okay, what and is this? For a lot of hateful and bad, terrible, encouraged, promote. <laughs> Further east in Barbados, which left the Commonwealth realm in November, there was acknowledgement for the Queen's legacy, which includes the monarchy's brutal colonial past. She did encourage, promote, and basically stand for a lot of hateful and bad, terrible things. But however, she has been there for so long and has been like this symbol of power and it has been this way for so long so it feels very weird especially given the times we have experienced so much in these last few years the death of the queen man listen yeah we yeah now nah, see we we wasn't we we wasn't tripping 
Black folks over here is like, no. Nah. And I should have covered this a couple weeks ago and whatnot. But no. Nah. Nope. Y'all, the the uh the monarch, the, the the royal crime family, they own they owe reparations to Jamaica. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. They they owe they they owe reparations to Jamaica. They owe all kind of reparations to Jamaica. Let me get into this now. You know, now me, megalomaniacal, masochistic mainstream media. I have certain things about them that they saying this Alabama man allegedly poured boiling water down baby's throats while out on As bond the for domestic violence. Population. Now, they saying this man, twenty brother was 23 years old, out on bond for domestic charges. Now, I don't know if he... I, the news says one thing, but the way he's looking on this mugshot looks like he don't give a damn. But I say this, if, if, if this brother really did that shit, let me tell you, they need to pour some damn gold down, some hot gold down his damn throat. You don't do no shit like that. They say 19% of the baby's body's head is burnt up. He's, I don't know. I don't know. That's they say it's in Alabama. If that nigga really did that shit, it's off cold as fuck. You see, I don't, I don't co-sign the serial hood hitters and I don't co-sign the race soldiers. Y'all know that's y'all know that about me. Y'all notice that about me. I don't co-sign them. I don't co-sign them. Now listen to this shit. This is going to rub people the wrong way, but I'm going to have to say it. Damn it. Listen to this. For homeless protection in Minneapolis. Right now, dozens of people are camped out in front of City Hall. They're demanding the city step in to help people dealing with homelessness after raising an encampment near the north side. CC is live downtown with this group's message to city leaders. Hey, CC. Hey, Chris. Hey, Jen. Yeah, we have about five tents here set up uh, this morning with a few people here in front of City Hall just uh, protesting the uh, encampment site that was uh, taken down, shut down just last week. And they say they're going to stay here for a minute. And shout out to the sister report. And her weaves a little crooked. In the decent look, look sister. I'm not going to get on her too much, but hold on. Uh, they've been here since yesterday at 5 p.m. Right, hold on. And they let's, say they're going to stay here for I a while. I want to go to this part. Here with Andy this morning. are going to stay here for a while. And to talk a little bit more about that, um, I'm here with Andy this morning. Thank you again for joining us, organizer of this uh, protest. Yeah, hi. It's nice of you guys to be here as well. Yeah, so I think we're all... Andy, now this nigga looks like a Fuddruckers representative, but... They say his name, her, fuck, I don't know the pronouns. Oh, man. All right. This nigga look like a, this woman or whatever this thing is, looks like a big overgrown ass grizzly. You know, I, I don't know. But it sounds like a woman. The name is Andy. All right. Yeah, hi, it's nice of you guys to be here as well. Yeah, so I think we're all wondering how long you guys are going to stay here, willing to stay here. Yeah, well, we're still waiting on a response from the city. Um, that's the whole reason we're out here. They've given us nowhere else to go, so we might as well set up on their front steps. Um, we're waiting for them to give us. Uh, you are white and you are big and you are burly. And if you identify as a woman, 
you should lose about 60 to 85 pounds. Yes, I'm fat shaming and you need to get you a man. This is ridiculous. This is a whole, I just watched the movie thing in 2011. It came out. This is a whole something and making demands of the city with your very Anglo-Saxon white protested skin and you just couldn't cut it. I don't understand. I really don't. Viable alternative to being in an encampment. And what, uh, what, are, what are you looking for? What are you asking for from the city? Yeah, well, um, a complete moratorium on encampment destruction, which they frame as eviction, but evictions don't involve burning down the building you're in. And uh, what will happen at the rally and supply drive? Uh, burning down a building, you don't pay rent. You do not pay rent. Hey. Hey. Is that music? I'm... Man, listen. Oh, man. Now, you don't pay no rent, so you can't. You can't make no demands. You understand me? Is that music I'm hearing? Hey. <laughs> no, you can't make no demands. You can't. No, 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 no. You can't make no demands. No, 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 no. See, you can't make no demands. You, you can't make no demands if you don't pay no taxes. No, 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 no. See, Fred Fry. Fred French Fry is doing it all wrong. Ray Fry's doing it all wrong. Right now, women make up about 10% of the state patrol's sworn officers in Minnesota. Across the country, women account for 3% of police leadership positions. Today, Minnesota State Patrol Colonel Matt Langer signed a pledge to increase the number of female troopers and support staff to 30% by 2030. Earlier, State Patrol discussed the importance of the pledge and how the agency plans to follow through. Where's the dudes? Where is the dudes? What I'm hopeful today at the end of this event, after I show myself out, uh, is that there's good, honest, open discussion about what we do in the future, things that we can you do. You know, I was at the Target Maplewood the other day. It was this sister and this, uh, well, I don't know what she was. She looked pretty ambiguous, but she looked white. You know what I'm saying? It was this sister... And it was this other girl and they look, they look pretty. Okay. I'm, I'm going to try to be nice. Damn it. Shit. Try to be nice. They looked. They, 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 they look. They looked. Like very fine and upstanding city. They look burly. They look burly as fuck. Damn it. <laughs> Shit. They look burly as fuck. <laughs> oh, shit. They look burly as a motherfucker. They look like a burly-ass bear. I'm just going to say it. Bear, bulletproof, bur, bulletproof burly. <laughs> they look burly. They look burly as shit, man. They look like burly bears. <laughs> oh, shit. The Joker, 1988. This town needs some... This town needs some minimum. Oh, they look burly as fuck, man. 
They look burly as hell, man. I ain't gonna lie. But they, they, they look like nice, upstanding citizens. And I'm like, okay, where's the dudes? Where's the dudes? Where's the dudes upstanding, you know what I'm saying, a protecting community? Community revolution and progress. Where's the dudes? You know what I'm saying? You got, this is what you got. Easily, like I can sign it on my desk and do it and we try it. Or things that take a lot more energy and are a lot more complicated that might involve people on the Capitol complex or legislators or bigger initiatives and everything in between. Man, but, get some damn, listen, get you, let me tell you something about, about the crime. They keep talking about, oh, it's crime, it's crime, black on black crime, 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 crime. Man, get you some foundational black Americans. Get you some descendants of the slaves to come through that know the people in the neighborhood and hire them. Hire them as undercovers. First of all, foundationals, we ain't going to take no shit. If we see Jerome selling crack on the boulevard, we going to pull that nigga to the side. We ain't got to arrest him all the time. Hey, nigga, you can't be selling crack, bro. If I catch you selling crack, nigga, I'm bust your ass. That's all you got to do. And when you catch that nigga selling crack, you whip that nigga's ass and you take him to jail. See, that? that's how you do that. If you see a hole on the stroll, you tell him, hey, look, you know, you're going to choose up on another pimp. Bitch, you're going to put it on the internet. You're going to put it on OnlyFans. Can't be out here selling pussy. The shit's dry and it looks like a desert. It ain't going to work. You're going to be passing all types of STDs to motherfuckers. No. Either you get on Craigslist or it ain't going to work. See, that's how you handle that. See, they don't want to do that. They want to get some people over there that can step on a nigga's neck and do all kind of shit like that. No, 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 no. I dropped my damn drink. Shit. Fuck. Nigga need a new chair. That's exactly what I need. I need a nigga need a new chair. That's all it is. But that's all they got to do, man. That's all they got to do is get some foundational black Americans because Muhammad Noor didn't work. He didn't. Muhammad, Muhammad Noor didn't work. He tried to play the coon route and it didn't work for him. But see, what 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 are they gonna and see that's what they keep trying to do. They keep trying to use this little gender divide and all this. And li listen to this shit. We knew we had to do something different. And this is that different. David Schumann was there to hear about the new Operation Endeavor, and he joins us right now. So David, what did you learn? Amelia, that was the city's new community safety commissioner you heard there, and he says this operation is his main focus. Officials admitted to still working out specifics, but the core of what they're trying to do is several agencies working together and trying to send officers where they're needed most. 
As Minneapolis waits to learn who its new police chief will be, Mayor Jacob Fry unveiled Operation Endeavor to address safety in the city. This is the very first plan that is being rolled out by this new Office of Community Safety, uh, and it is an integrated one. It's one we're all committed to. Officials say data will guide the deployment of an understaffed police department. All resources within the department are going to be used uh, in support of Operation Endeavor, so that's going to change day to day. This is just another crime bill. Shout out to Crack, crack Pipe Joe. This is just another crime bill. That's all it is. It ain't nothing. It ain't going to stop no crime. It ain't really going to do anything. Foundational black Americans need resources. Bottom line, we need to get rid of the serial hood hitters. We have to have a Nuremberg for the whorehouse hood hat, the whorehouse hood rat mentality, whorehouse hood rat mentality. And we need small business grants for foundational black Americans and descendants of slaves the same way that y'all doing these immigrants, these unearned benefits, these people, that's, these illegals. That's what we need. That's it. We'll be just fine. We'll be okay. We'll be just fine. We'll be just fine. And see what people. Hold on. I'm playing with my shit. Blood is Rollcaster Pro. Thank you. You know, all we really need to do, all they really needed, and see, here's the thing. Folks thought that, well, post George Floyd, Everybody is going to be okay. Things are going to go back to normal and things like that. Commerce is always going to affect black folks first. Let's be very clear about that. Commerce is always going to affect black folks first. Now I want to play something right here that I found that was very interesting. Now listen to this. This is, this is an old clip, but listen to this. Anyway, that's new and is promising is called the RNA vaccine. With so this is Bill Gates. RNA and DNA, instead of putting that shape in, you put instructions in the code to make that shape. You put instructions in the code to make that shape. Everything that I'm about to mention is currently being developed by Bill Gates, often in partnership with the CV-19 playbook, MIT, all of which is backed by the United Nations and the Rockefeller Foundation. Due to ongoing mutations with CV-19, the CV vaccine currently being developed will alter our DNA through an actual synthesizing of our individual genetic code using mRNA and CRISPR technology, which acts as scissors by cutting DNA at a designated spot and removing or inserting uh, a new sequence with uh, an artificial code to make sure every man, woman, and child complies with the One World Order's mandatory implementations Gates and MIT are currently developing the human implantable quantum dot microneedle vaccination delivery system. It's a tattoo for the hand, which will include our identification mark and vaccination records. It needs an enzyme called luciferous in order to make it work. Now that's crazy, but you know what? Maybe it's not because here's the thing. They've been taking down, and I'm talking about YouTube, 
They've been taking down some of my stuff. But here's something. And they can't hide it anymore because there's too many whistleblowers and people coming out. But listen to this. There's a study. You can look this up online. There's this brother named Dr. Rowling where he said there was a study that finds 84% increase in cardiac related death for men following the mRNA COVID-19 vax. Now they might take this down for misinformation. Shout out to Jim Crow Joe and all of them. They might take this down for misinformation or whatever. I'm not a doctor, so I can't prescribe anything. I can't make any recommendations, but it seems like, when they took down some of my YouTube videos for misinformation, medical misinformation, a lot of the data was already out there. It's a lot of whistleblowers and people that's coming out. that's saying that, Hey, wait a minute. Bagland podcast. The stuff that you said, even, even the thing about the bat, y'all remember like 70 episodes before I said something about the bat. I was almost joking, but now they're talking about the bat having something to do with it. Well, If that's the case, and if these articles are coming out from some strong stand-up people, how are you going to hold me? I need, man, I need digital reparations. I need digital reparations. YouTube, I need digital fucking reparations. I'm going to wait till they keep striking my channel, taking it down, whatever. See, I got the Rodecaster Pro, nigga. So now I'll be able to upload it no matter what. Even though if I don't go live, I'm going I'm be, I'm to be able to upload it no matter what. So I don't give a damn. See, before, y'all be cutting my music and doing all this kind of shit. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. Not at all. It's all good. I ain't tripping. I ain't tripping. It's, it's cool. It's cool. But I appreciated everybody rocking with me. That's, that, that's what I like. I appreciate everybody. Transhumanist agent. Well, they talking about transhumanism. That's another very demonic devilish thing. And like I said, the first thing y'all going to do is you're going to try it out on black folks. You non black folks and you white folks thinking that they won't try it out on you. They will be trying it out on you. They are going to try it out on you. See, we all in this together. See, they always say, well, we all in this together, man. Cut my damn check. But see, that's what they do. They always hit you with the, we all in this together. Yeah. They going to be attacking everybody. They going to attack everybody. You ain't going to be the only person. You know, I was, I ordered some food off this place called the Patriot Supply. Um, They look like they got some good stuff. Y'all might want to stock up. Seriously. Um, another thing, I guess order me some Supreme bean pies. They off the chain. These come from Chicago. If they ain't come from Chicago, they ain't Supreme bean pie. You understand me? So that's, that's a, I used to, man, I got to get back to su- supporting and, um, promoting my black owned businesses and stuff. I got my bean pie on the way. You should get you some of them Supreme bean pies and freeze them in the freezer. Um, let me see if there's some other black owned businesses that I heard about that we need to take a look at. Hold on. Wait a minute. Let me see here. Oh, here's another thing. Um, I seen on we buy black. Um, 
it's like Hulu. Okay, it's it's a uh, a black education station launches the first black owned streaming network for black children. It's called the Black Education Station. Um, how much is the subscription? Let's see here. So it's one hundred and ten a year, ten dollars a month. Um, you can watch it anywhere on iPhone, Roku, Android, Fire TV for parents and educators. Um, let me look at the trailer. Let me play it real quick. Hold on. I'm, I'm going to play this. I want to play this for the, for the brothers and sisters here. It's very important for us to be able to take control of what we're allowing our children to learn, what's being fed to them. And so this platform gives us the opportunity to educate our children holistically to get back to the creative roots in education and not just the route education where we're training them to take a test a standardized test that we have no idea whose standards we're teaching them our education system was based upon the prussian education system which basically was just designed to create slaves to create people who don't know how to think for themselves so if you couple that with critical race theory and the fact that there are certain things that the powers that be don't want our children to know and to learn it is crucial for us not <coughs> hold on <coughs> i see some african people were masters of the ancient world true now this critical race theory thing. Whoa, wait a minute. I, I now I get it. I get it. But racism, white supremacy, damn it, is not a theory. We need to clear that up right away. That's not a damn theory. That's a fact. So this whole critical race theory, and I think the Democrats came up with that. That's some bullshit. But removing our history from the history books and from the school system, I don't agree with that. No. We got Dr. Francis Cress Welding. We got Neely Fuller. We got John Hamber Clark. Um, there, there's a number of people. Dr. Claude Anderson. You know what I'm saying? We got Dr. Umar. We got we got the black media. We got, we, we got folks. So, but I, I don't agree. I do not agree with them trying to erase our history. But this critical race theory... I, I, I'm not going to co-sign that. The I'm not going to co-sign that. I, I, I really don't know where they came with that. But, you know, I, I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt. I'm going to check their site out. Us to step up and to step in so that we can ensure that our children are getting the education that they need. It's going to blow up. It's going to be phenomenal. And I just can't wait to see what is in store. It, it looks official. This right here is major. It is glorious, and I am so honored to be a part of it. Okay. All right. All right. I say the revolution has been televised. Okay, so this is uh, blackeducation.com. Yeah. Okay. I, 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 I'm going to check it out. I'm going I'm to check it out. I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt. I mean, I didn't see no funny shit. They showed black families, black nuclear families. They didn't show this buck breaking LG, uh, lettuce bacon and tomato 5,000, as I'm going to call it, so they don't strike me. Um, I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt. 
I will. I will. I'm going I'm to give him the benefit of the doubt. I, I really will. So, um, I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Uh, now we, we going to be all right. We going to be all right, but we, we just had to get a little bit of straightening going on. Right. We had to get a little bit. Hold on. Let's go back to this operation endeavor real quick. We may use, uh, resources from investigations. We may use resources. I don't want to hear this nigga no more. No, 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 no. No, we, we don't want to, we don't want to. Hey, no, no. Thank you very much. Yeah, now we got to get some straight. We got culture. That that's the that's the whole thing of this program tonight is culture. You're not gonna erase our culture. You ain't gonna say we ain't got no culture. When you think of America, nigga, you better think of the niggas that built this bitch. The fuckers on your mind. What is on your mind, nigga? You better think of who built this shit. Who made it possible for you to come over here and reap the benefits. That's another thing we got to get out the paint. We got to get folks thinking that they done came over here. Living high on the hog and forgot on why they're here and how they got here. And are we going to get some straightening about that? But you know what? It's all good. Make sure you guys like, share and subscribe. We're going to do another program. I think I'm going to check out something where we could get some IT professionals getting um, in the conversation here. But like I said, man, we going to have to get some straightening. We going to have to definitely set the record straight. I appreciate y'all. Thank you.